0: everyone I'm Sarah Baker and this is mama stories I created mama stories after seeing how impactful sharing stories can be and overcoming the challenges of motherhood I am where I am today because of the stories of so many amazing strong mamas and I want to share that with every mom I can so follow along to laugh cry and be empowered thanks for tuning in to today's show have you heard about how we are changing the story for moms? Mama Fund is a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to providing products, services, and education to moms in need. So check us out at mamafund.org. All right, welcome to the show today. Our first grandma on the show, Marianne. Well, thanks for having me. It was a yes. fun idea. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Marianne's actually going to be with us for two episodes because, on top of being a super grandma, she's also a sleep consultant. Which I know sleep—that's a big topic for all of us mamas. Totally and unequivocally, <laughs> yes. All right, so let's let's jump right into grandmahood, though. Okay. Okay. So you have you have four kids.
1: I have four kids, 35 down to 27. Okay. I have three grandkids. Five, three, and five and a half months. Okay.
0: Oh, brand new. Yeah, got yeah. brand new. Okay. Yeah. All right. So and who ha who is it? Is it all one? My th- oldest. Your oldest that had her birthday yesterday. Um,
1: Happy birthday. Is the mom of the three. Yep. Okay. And my youngest is married and no kids. And then my two middle kids are still figuring life out.
0: Yeah. They've got a lot of time. Yeah. Yes, They've they got they do. plenty of time. Okay. So um you're oldest, so you're first. So you went through all the things motherhood. Now you're in this transition where your daughter is now pregnant. Yep. What was that like?
1: You know, because I'm also a doula and a sleep consultant, I also know there's that fine line between the mother relationship and Mm -hmm. the stay back and be asked the questions versus give free advice. Okay. And I learned that from my clients. You know, we dread my mother coming. We dread my mother in law coming, unfortunately. We don't want to be impeded upon. We want to ask for the help. And so those are really good words of wisdom for me as becoming a grandmother. Mm-hmm. So I really don't give a ton of advice unless I'm asked, because especially with daughters. Mm. They don't necessarily always want to hear it from their mother. Yeah. <laughs> but being a grandmother, oh my gosh, it is such the best gift. You don't have to get up at night with them. You teach them <laughs> things. You get to read to them. You get to play with them and not be the bad guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So because you hear this all the time, that mother. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like attention, I guess dynamics. Dynamic for sure. Do you have a theory as to why? Why that's? There?
1: I think it's an independence thing, mm-hmm. and it's a parenting thing. You know, my mom probably shared with me what to do all growing up, and I'm an adult now. I you can want figure to show it out myself. You can do it. I think that's what it is. Okay. In fact, my daughter has said as such when we've talked about different subjects that she didn't want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think you just have to respect that.
0: Yeah, that's hard though. I feel like because I've seen um, people struggle with that dynamic before, of like. I want to be really involved as a mom, but I also, um, don't want to overstep as a grandma or as a mom, grandma, whatever that is. And it's just interesting to me because, uh, I don't know if I went through that exactly, but I definitely went through the, like, you know, I don't want anybody in the room. Like my mom really wanted to be in the room with me and I didn't, I just wanted it to be me and Dustin, um, and I don't know why. Like, I don't know if I could be like, oh, well, because I didn't want her advice. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it was or well, if I
1: just. Sometimes it's just feeling like, can I really be myself with my mom in the room? Mm. Um, I think the other piece of advice would be as a grandmother, ask how I can help. Ask mm. what I can do and let them tell you how they could help. Yeah. Yeah. So when I have clients, whether I'm a bir- they're birth doula or postpartum and they're having you know, trepidation about the mom just showing up the day the baby's born and coming home. I said, the, the time to write the family letter and email it to everybody is to say, we are so excited for you to meet our baby. We'd like two weeks of on our own, learn our baby, and then ask you to come and after the fact, but respect our two weeks that we were asking to be a family in and of ourselves.
0: Mm. Gosh, I wish I would have done that. Yeah. I I um, actually said I was going to do that, yeah. and then I think I allowed some fears and some other people's opinions to um, come up come into that space. But yeah. gosh, I wish I would have done that. I definitely recommend that for any mom. I think
1: the new family always needs help, but maybe it's not necessarily the family. Mm. It could be the doula. It could be yeah. a best friend. Yeah. It could even just be, can you come over, neighbor, and hold the baby so we can take a nap. Yeah. Things like that are huge at the very beginning.
0: Oh, yeah. Food and dinner, huge. Oh, yeah. If grandma's like comes meal trains, cook
1: mm-hmm. and laundry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's good advice. It's
1: keeping the house running. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, so your daughter gets pregnant yeah. and you're obviously over the moon. You're excited to be a grandma. Yep were there any times during the pregnancy where you were just kind of having, I just imagine it, I guess, as this like really surreal moment where you've went through it, you birthed her yeah. and now she's going to birth a baby.
1: It, it is pretty overwhelming. I mean, a new life is coming. Yeah. And you can't, you can't explain or replicate that feeling. And it's your baby yeah. who's yeah. providing this In new life. In fact, a couple of years ago, she said to me, I don't know if she'd had her second yet. She said, Hey, mom, do you know what? I said, what? She goes, I'm a mom. <laughs> I Aww. go, Steph, you know what? I'm a mother and a grandmother. We were talking about how it really hadn't registered, how her lives had changed, mm-hmm. but of course it had. Sure. Yeah. It's just the new phase of life. Oh my gosh. That's so, so cool. Yeah, it was pretty sweet.
0: Um, did she have, was her birth and her pregnancy pretty easy or? Her first
1: one was nothing she had planned. She mm-hmm. planned a home birth, baby was positioned poorly. Tried inducing, ended up being an induction at the hospital, ended up being a C-section. So it was nothing that she had planned.
0: And what's going through your mind now? Crying. Oh, yeah. Crying. Yeah. Because you want... (laughs) (laughs) We like tears on the podcast. It's real.
1: It was real, I'm telling you. I had Mm -hmm. my colleague come and coach with her because I was her coach. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I needed to step back. Yeah. So my friend came and helped for a few hours. And then it was apparent that she needed a C-section because there was an infection setting in from her membrane instead of having been ruptured for almost 48 hours. Mm. So. But with the second one, she did her homework and worked on her pelvis, and it was a totally different experience. It did was she a, have a home birth? She was a VBAC.
0: Mm, wow.
1: And um, she was very happy about it. She felt very accomplished. Mm-hmm. And then her third one was unmedicated, barely made it to the hospital. So she felt really finished and complete in her birth process. And yeah. I told her she experienced it all. Yeah, she so did. She's very proud of herself.
0: Uh, well, I just want to um, not go too far back. Cause I don't want to make you cry again, <laughs> Easy, but, <laughs> but I, I do what you just shared, I think is exactly what I feel like would happen as from a mom's yeah. perspective is like, it's your baby. Yeah. And so there's like this, um, mom kind of like, Mama bear coming Absolutely. out. And then you also are like, wow, that's my grandchild. Like I just, I when I say it, I honestly get goosebumps because yeah. I can't even imagine that feeling yeah. of like, because Grayson's so little, like he's just two. I can't even imagine him going yeah. to school yet. That's not even I where would, we're at. I always
1: tell moms,
0: imagine in the caveman
1: days. Our, our job was to keep them alive mm-hmm. and quiet so they didn't get eaten and taken away. And I think that's a, a really maternal instinct that moms have and i'm a really big fan of maternal instincts and listening to them because i think in today's society we dismiss them poo-poo them mm. and tell them no you're not right there's no- nothing wrong and i see it all the time with clients they are oh there's nothing wrong well there was things that needed to be addressed and the babies and moms were happier instead of getting into real depression because they felt like they're being the crazy one yeah and so even but as a grandma. Even with my own daughter, I had to watch how I walked on, you know, conversations with her because I didn't want her feeling that she wasn't in, wasn't capable because I'm the doula that knows everything and the sleep consultant oh, sure. knows everything. But I'm also the mom that knows my daughter's struggling. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a tightrope.
0: It is. Yeah. And I feel like it's only suited for a mom because yeah. we can handle those things. Yeah. But it's hard. I feel like I, I mentioned seeing people struggle. I really do. I see like certain dynamics happen and I can, I can see why, right? Like even just like in public when you see a mom and a daughter and they're her obviously grandchild, just like the little comments or the things are, it's all around this like really fine line of like where grandma can go and what a grandma should do. Um, and it's hard because what you want to do is protect your baby. That's your baby. Yep. And then you want to like spoil the crap out of this little (laughs) darling that you have now. Yeah. I mean,
1: I have to keep in mind that I'm not the mom and that I need to ask permission for some things that I would like to take my granddaughter to go do. Mm. Sometimes I forget it. And sometimes my daughter will say, mom, if you make that decision, it's forever because she's going to expect it. Or she will tell me because she doesn't have any problems having that conversation with me. I'm the mom. And. I need to make those decisions that can't come from you. Yeah, and it's true. I mean, I just forget because we're just like a big happy family in the scheme of life. Yeah, but I still have to find those boundaries even with myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is it? Do you ever find yourself feeling like sad during those times? Like, oh man, I just you know Absolutely. I want to do this and I can't do when that. My
1: grandkids are having meltdowns and I have to just walk away because, you know, my daughter hasn't asked me for help and she is the one that should handle it. Mm. And it makes me cry and sad because I feel that that's something nobody wants to see their kids go through. Yeah. So.
0: Oh, tantrums are so hard. Grayson's like right at it right now. And so when he has one, I'm, I feel like my heart starts racing and my blood is boiling because it's like. We want to fix things as moms. Yeah. And yeah. I want, I really want to be like, whatever you want, like <laughs> honest to God, whatever you yeah. want, I will give you, could you yeah. please just tell me what that is? <laughs> yeah, I will do it. Yeah. Whatever it is. Especially it's if hard. they're not,
1: if they're pre-verbal, it's a little bit hard because they're trying to communicate. Mm. They can't say, I want this. Yeah. So we're trying to figure those things out and they're frustrated. So it's, it can be tough.
0: Yeah. That is hard. Yeah. Um, all right. So now how many, you have three grandkids? I do. Okay. Was it dif- like your first one? Obviously, you're an aunt. Your it's your granddaughter. Yeah, granddaughter, right? It is. Are they all daughters? Last two are boys. Last two are boys. Yep. Okay, one boy or one girl, two boys. Yep. Okay. Now, when the boy came, yeah, was that feeling different, or was it the same thing over again? Like, oh my gosh, I'm a grandma again. I
1: was born to be a mother, so it didn't matter what gender to me. Mm-hmm. But of course, everybody. Even my own husband was a sucker about a little baby girl. I mean, he held her all the time when he had the opportunity. It's pretty cute. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. It's different with each child. Yeah. I don't know if it's gender ne- necessarily, but yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. It was just different each time. I think with
1: each child or each grandchild, you just was like, okay, I'm in survival mode. We just need to just, like, keep things floating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. So I imagine... I know you talked about that fine line, right? Like not crossing mm-hmm. that with your daughter. But yeah. I would imagine having a mom who has a lot of these skills yeah. that usually are the most helpful in those early phases yeah. of um, of babyhood, motherhood, all that. Yeah. D- were you there a lot? Like were you doula, night consultant um, helping all that or no? I helped like
1: with each child I stayed the first four or five days 24 hours just to help transition Mm -hmm. and then by day four or five I said goodbye and my son-in-law would say do you have to (laughs) (laughs) so but honestly meal prep and laundry and holding babies so parents can take naps because I wouldn't necessarily help a lot at night night Mm -hmm. she was breastfeeding and that was what she was doing well yeah but with the second one I was definitely more again running the ship and Mm -hmm. helping with the oldest one because she knew me. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah so. See, that's
0: even harder for yeah. parents. I, I always forget that dynamic because I only have one and will only have one. Um, <laughs> so I just, I I can't fathom it, obviously. Yeah. But that must add a total level of complexity sure. onto Be- the mom. Because you just told another
1: child that I love you so much. I just brought another one of you home. And they don't necessarily blame the new baby, but they're like, my family dynamics has changed. Sure. And they're locked out for a while. Or they'll potty train regress or whatever it is. Yeah. A lot of deep breathing. Did your granddaughter do any of those? Uh, She did acting out. She hadn't been potty trained when the second one came. So that wasn't Mm -hmm. really an issue. Mm -hmm. But um, it definitely was, you know, grandma, daddy time. Even grandpa would step in and take her to do little things during the day. They had a little routine of going to the park. Mm. So it's things like normalizing their life as much as possible keeps their world consistent. So they're not so upset.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is a hard dynamic to to it balance. Is. It is. Did your daughter struggle with that at all, or was she just she just like rock star mom? She, Sounds like she well, is. Well, I
1: wouldn't say nobody's rock star. Everybody has their pitfalls. Sure. It, you know, we all either expense ourselves or you know something suffers. Sure. So uh, she definitely has never been afraid to ask for help. Mm, and that's so good. Uh, she. Compared to me, I think she's a rock star because she definitely handles three kids pretty well. Yeah. And so, because I work nights, sleep the morning, can help in the afternoon. And so it's definitely a juggling act at times. In fact, she messaged me this morning and said, I was thinking about all these things and I cleaned the house at three in the morning.
0: Oh, really? (laughs) That's what she did this morning. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. That is so funny. Well, I do feel like I, um, although I loved all my mom, I have lots of moms. Yeah. I have. My parents are divorced, so yeah. I get benefits of stepmoms yeah. and yeah. in-laws. Yeah. Um, although they were all very helpful. I feel like if any of them were doulas or sleep consultants, it probably would have made that transition like ten times easier. Because that's the hardest part is like not sleeping. Yeah. And just not really knowing what to do. Yeah. Like that transition into being like For sure all right, now what do I do with this little thing that I just brought home that won't breastfeed and won't (laughs) do all these things, right? For sure. It's just crazy. Yeah, even
1: my experience with my daughter, because my three grandkids were tongue-tied, and I'm seeing it 30 to 40% of the time. Really? And that's probably most of the calls I have from babies that are 12 weeks and under. They think they're sleep issues, but they're usually gut feeding issues. Mm. And so I... It's not what you know, it's who you know. I got pretty much, she left the hospital and got in to get the revision right away. But even at the hospital level, I felt like they just really didn't catch it. Mm. And so that, that's what makes me sad. And I always open my door too. If you have a friend that's struggling, I'm happy to talk to them. Yeah. To see if we can figure out what the bigger issues are to get, get this resolved. So you have, you know, happy memories of being a new parent because it can be tough. Yeah. Yeah. When you have a screaming baby that cries from five to 11 every night, Ugh. it grates on you. Yeah. And that's what my first one was oh wow yeah your old your daughter my oldest one and you know what yeah. they, you know what they did in the day before i knew anything they gave her Levsin phenobarbital do you know what that is no the narcotic
0: no way way
1: i did not know that until years later i realized what the doctor had prescribed wow right to help her sleep to stop the screaming because the gut pain did it work oh yeah i <laughs> drugged her i know i so it's horrible
0: I know. I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't want to laugh at that because that is horrible. But parts of me is like, do they not prescribe that now? Because no I feel like that would have made no. things so much easier yeah, though. no, it That was, crying is so hard. It's
1: so intense. Ugh. It's like, what am I doing wrong? I couldn't fix it. Yeah. Please help me.
0: So because your daughter was able to fix that tongue tie issue mm-hmm quickly she didn't experience a lot of that then like the
1: no I'm, I'm pretty proactive on that stuff because I've seen the before and afters too many times and parents will say oh my god I had no idea why did we wait so long yeah or they were really hesitant to do it and mm-hmm. then they are like it changed our lives and preserved breastfeeding and our mental health
0: yeah for sure yeah so so she was her transition then like pretty easy because she didn't deal with the tongue tie she like could breastfeed. Or, or the the is that 5 to 11 feeding? different? Like five, you were mentioning 5 to 11 screaming. Oh. Like that's because of the tongue tie issue maybe? I know we'll get into this in your expert interview, but. Yeah.
1: You know, when there's several reasons for gut crying babies. They're more mm-hmm. sensitive to everything. And okay. so it could also be food sensitivities okay. or formula choices. So mm. it's just, you kind of got to go through the things to figure it out.
0: Okay. But yeah. Okay. Um, It's crazy to me to think about like, something so simple like that can change I know that whole world Yep. because I just wonder sometimes like I wonder if something could have gone different with Grayson right to make that experience different
1: and that's how you and I met you'd reached out with some sleep Mm -hmm. stuff right you never really did talk about how you figured it out the rest of it but I didn't um he's still not sleeping oh (laughs) no I'm kidding we'll be talking (laughs) (laughs) but you know I remember with my first one my mom never breastfed because we were from the east coast and formula was the thing in the 60s yeah. My mom would say, I'm sorry, I can't help you. I wish I could. I don't know what to tell you. So that's why I'm so proactive with supporting new moms. Oh, like long- when you breastfed, she was yes. like, sorry, I don't know. I yes. see. Okay. Yeah. So did
0: you breastfeed for a long time?
1: I was not successful with my first one because of the lack of help and the understanding and things. Mm-hmm. I was very determined with the rest of them did fine because we figured things out early on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's interesting. Again, that's where that support goes. Yeah. Very important the first few weeks with a new family yeah
0: for sure and it's good to know like I think I know we've talked about the tightrope thing and how to walk that as a grandma but even not being a doula even Mm -hmm. not being a um a sleep consultant Mm -hmm. you can still do what you did to help your daughter right which is like hold the baby take a break
1: yeah see if I can help you figure it out all we can do is try different things yeah. Sometimes
0: that's what parenting is, is let's see what works. Just try. Yep. Yeah. And I think your advice at the beginning of like, make sure you just ask Yes. versus tell. Yes. That's probably it's really that important. Un- in those Unwarranted yeah. information. Mm-hmm.
1: And I still struggle and learn that every day. Yeah. And my daughter does not hesitate to put me in my place.
0: That's so we nice. We have a very
1: good relationship as far as that. In fact, she told me one time, I can tell you off, but uh-huh. I can't tell other people off. And so I, we get it figured out, and we're done, and we move on. I said, yes, that's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. Do you have that relationship with all of your kids? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Yep, absolutely. They're all able I to I always just told them be... when they were little, Yeah.
1: especially through the school years, if you get in trouble, you better come tell me. Because if you lie or you don't tell me about it, you're going to be in more trouble. Mm. So when they were honest with me, they really didn't get in trouble. It was a conversation, and they learned from it, and that was it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, I think that that's that's actually what we should learn from this episode is yeah. that because that has then led you into this phase, which is absolutely. You have, I think, as a new mom, you have to be vulnerable and be like, "Wow, I don't know what's going on." But then there's probably also this, like, "But I want to figure it out. I don't want you just to tell me." Yeah, because if you tell me, then I now I'm a bad mom, or now I'm incapable. And that's of fair. Doing that's this.
1: fair. And some moms will say. I don't want to have to do things the hard way. If you see something, please share with me some ideas so we can try it. Yeah. I think it depends where the mom's at.
0: Sure. Yeah. And it's all for me, I guess I should say, I don't want to speak for all moms. It's all that like postpartum. Cause I feel like if you have that, if you do have postpartum depression, I feel like in my experience, I don't, I'm not an expert. It's, you're going to be less likely to say what you just said, which is, I, you know, just tell me what it is and we'll fix it. Instead, I think you have all this guilt or this shame or however you're carrying that. So you can't say that you can't be like, yeah. okay, just tell me what I'm doing. Yeah. Right. Because yep. if you do that, then you're a bad mom or you don't know what you're doing or you're incapable.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: It's hard. Have another baby.
1: It'll be different again. Yet. <laughs> so I'm not doing that.
0: <laughs> you see people say that and I feel like The universe told me just one. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. It was hard. I don't know if I would go back to that. Yeah. Maybe someday I would like adopt or something older, like adopt like a 10 year old.
1: Your first child gives you so much wisdom. You have no
0: idea. Mm, I, I look where you are today compared to that first day. For sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, the things I've learned from being a mom is like insane. Yeah. Like just the shit, the mental shift of like, wow, that doesn't matter. Or like, so true. oh, okay. Like, I don't, I don't want to stress out about that. Because if I stress out about that, that's less time with yep. Grayson 10 yep. years from now when that stress has taken. A I toll mean, did on my you body. get a manual when you left the hospital? Well, yeah, they gave me a pamphlet that said, if you want to hurt yourself or your husband or your baby, you should probably call this number. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. Can I go now? Like,
1: what is this? I know. I mentioned to you that when we came home with our first one 35 years ago, we put her in the middle of the living room and I said, okay, so now what? Does yeah. she tell me she's hungry? Do I have to wake her mm-hmm. up? I had no idea.
0: Yeah. And it's funny because you say that like, oh, 35 years ago. And in my mind, I'm like, sure, yeah, because we didn't know a lot of things back then, right? But now I'm like, it's still the same thing. I would like, agree. It's still yeah. the baby in the middle of the room being like, okay, what now? Yeah, I honestly can't remember the day that Grayson came home. I remember taking him home. I remember putting him in the car yeah. and like driving home. I remember because we went through Starbucks and I remember I was so excited to have a Starbucks and I even took him out of his car seat in the drive through because I just like had, he was crying and I just had to hold him. Mm-hmm. And then my husband was like, you got to put, we got to make it home. Can you just put him back in? And I was like, didn't want to let him go. I remember all that, but then I don't really remember that first couple weeks, like I really can't, it's foggy to me, like what we did with him, like how we decided to sleep, how we decided, like all these things. But I do remember having a really high level of anxiety, like nighttime when it started to get dark outside. It was, I remember feeling like, oh crap, we're supposed to sleep now. And I don't really know how to do that. Like, I don't really know what that's like.
1: Yeah.
0: So even today, 35 years later, we're still, not educated. And I don't know who, I don't know how to, like, I don't know what fixes that. Do you know what I mean? I you don't know, know if it's sleep consultants or if it's... You know, I,
1: I've i said to parents, because I work with multiples also, and mm-hmm. I've said to them, so could anybody have prepared you and explained to you ahead of time what you needed to know? And they've always all said, no way. Mm-mm. This has been an on-the-job training.
0: Yeah. But I wonder if... There is something and that they just didn't know because how would they know? Yeah.
1: I think you know what I mean? Right. Just basic skills. I think if you had a conversation about the five S's and, Mm. you know, a feeding, sleeping schedule, just really basic survival information is about all anybody can absorb the first few weeks.
0: Well, and because what happens is instead is that like I came home and when things started to become uncomfortable like i for sure should have gotten help but i was like he's not sleeping he's not eating what i would do then is i would go to pinterest or i would go to a friend or i would hear this piece of advice and this piece of advice and now as a mom of a 2 year old i know i am not equipped to give a new mom advice like people are like oh when did you put grace on a sleeping schedule i'm like don't ask me like i think he was 9 months when we actually decided to try something and i, I don't know though like mm when we do a feeding cause like all these things that people were telling me like, Oh, he should eat every couple hours. You should do this. Get him on a feeding schedule. Cause if you don't, you're going to be sorry. I think I heard all that like week one and that's not when to do it, you know? Yeah. And so I put all this pressure on myself. So now when moms ask me, I'm always like, I, I don't ask me. Like, I don't know because I have a two year old now, you know, like my whole mind has shifted and I don't know what it's like to have a brand new baby anymore
1: yeah and i think the neighborhood cul-de-sac mm. where the neighbors all kind of came over and one at a time would come sit with you or let me show you this or let's try that i think again goes back to that simple support system that's available for short periods of time to at least give you breaks yeah is what we need Whether it's well and doula. to give
0: you breaks not to have you host yeah because i think sometimes like for me when people would come over i felt really like oh, I've got to, I got to clean, I've got to prepare food, I got to go to the store. And it was like, okay, that's not why people are coming over. And it was hard for me to figure out that balance of like, okay, how do I, how do I manage this? That's a really good point about
1: not feeling like you have to entertain or clean your house because somebody's coming to help you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It has to be like to help you, not to... Not for you to be pretty and yeah. put together in front of. Yeah. It just doesn't doesn't Don't look do like your that. dishes
1: and don't apologize for the dirty nope. house.
0: Nope. Put dirty diapers everywhere and they'll clean them up. <laughs> that's what it that's should a, look that's like. That's the job of the yes. friend. Yes. All right. So I feel like we kind of went away from grandma for a second, but I love all your advice and I'm excited to dive deep into yeah. sleep consulting. <laughs> um I do have a couple more questions for you about grandma life. Yes. What has been like the hardest thing about being a grandma?
1: Uh, not giving an opinion Mm. when not asked. Okay. Honestly. Yeah. And um, realizing that at the end of the day, it's officially their job to raise their children and make their mistakes that you got to make as a new mom. Yeah. I think those are the things you just have to learn to let go. Mm -hmm.
0: Can you give an example? Like, do you find that you just, like something's happening and you pipe in and that's what happens? Or is it like, what it, is it, it where It It has been
1: that. It mm-hmm. has been uh, mom and granddaughter negotiating something, and I pipe in with a comment, and I realize that it just took power away from my daughter as a mm. mom. Yeah. And so I
0: zip it and walk away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the walking away is good advice. Yeah. That would be good for me because I, I have a hard time. I see it happening like I dislike when I'm doing something with Grayson and somebody's like it's okay though when I tell him like you just do that yeah and then they're like oh it's okay it's not bothering me
1: what what that comment just did was dismiss what you felt was important in front of your son's eyes
0: yes Mm -hmm. and see what happens is when that happens I feel really sensitive to that and I'm like oh I I, like don't do that but I don't know how to correct you and him at the same time so I feel really uncomfortable But I think as humans, we do that sometimes because like last night, my sister's dog was here and we were outside and the dog was jumping on my husband. And my sister was like, don't jump. And he's like, oh, it's okay. It's not bothering me. And I'm like, no, but see, she's teaching him not to jump. And I think we try to be as humans, like accommodating, like, oh no, it's okay. It's not, I'm good. Don't worry about it. But what we're doing, like you said, is taking away that power from that mom And so I try really hard when a mom is telling their kid something to just be really quiet. Even if it truly isn't bothering me yeah. and I don't care or I'm enjoying what's happening, I really try to go silent. And it sometimes makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, I should be talking. Like my mouth is like, say something, say something. And I just have to be like, mm because it's hard. It's so yeah. hard. It's like in our nature to be like, it's okay. Yep. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, you don't have to correct him, but really... They're correcting him, so let him do that. Yeah, and they'll learn. Those it's, are life learning skills. Yeah, gosh, it's hard though. It is really hard. I, that's that's probably one thing I've learned from being a parent is yeah. to pay attention to those types of conversations that happen yeah. with children, with dogs, with yep. anything, yep. with food, all of it. Yep. Like we just do that as yep. humans.
1: As a grandparent,
0: I think the biggest
1: purpose of our job is to be the lover, the nurturer, the teacher. And when you have them one-on-one, just really have a positive world so they know where they're safe to go and that grandparents can be such a great, amazing, let's go to grandma's house. Yeah. Go through the gate to the backside of the property where grandma lives.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You guys all live on the same- live really close together. Oh, that's yeah. really awesome. Yeah. That's so. really great. Um, what has changed the most between you and your daughter now that she's a mom? Um, she's grown up. Imagine that. She
1: has her own opinions and thoughts and ways of doing things. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, we are foundations for our kids to learn things. Mm -hmm. But their life skills teach them additional things. Yeah. Even though they may not be something I agree with. Again, I struggle with sometimes keeping my mouth shut too. Yeah. And not passing my opinion.
0: Well, because now it's to your daughter, right? It's not to your granddaughter. Yep. And your whole life, you've... yes. You know, you've given her all this information, yeah. Yeah. all these paths, or yeah. do this, don't do that, I
1: really, that parenthood has led them to be the parents that they are in so many ways. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Whether it's different, they've gone chosen to go a different direction. At the end of the day, they're not our children anymore. We're just grandparents, and that, albeit a big role, mm-hmm. we're not the primary parents. Yeah. We're there to have, we're there to be fun, yeah, and be the read the books and go to the park and paint the nails and yeah.
0: It sounds great, but it also makes me like a little sad because I feel like, um, I feel like my role is so big in Grayson's life. Yeah. And I also know that someday it won't be that big. It is tough. And I see that happen. Like obviously with my parents, right. They're not in my life every day. They're not here helping me make decisions or, um, any of that. But that just felt natural to me because I was their daughter and I just yep, grew up. Yeah. And so now that I'm on this side where I'm like, oh my gosh, someday yeah. Grayson isn't gonna But
1: that speaks to the job that you've done well, which is he is independent and he feels comfortable in his own self yeah. to go be venturesome.
0: That's true. There's like this second of pride that you get. Yes. When you see them. And do cry these in the things.
1: closet, do not let them see it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is good. Yes. Totally true. Yeah. No, I, I well, my mom lets me see her cry, but I think that's because we're just very emotional beings about yeah. certain things. Yep. But yes, I would agree. Crying in the closet is probably better than than anything else. Um, okay, awesome. So my last question that I'll ask you since I forgot my other one. <laughs> see, we cut some things out, but I like it when there's not certain things cut out, because then it's real. Uh, My last question I was going to ask, as a grandma, Mm -hmm. what's one piece of advice? I know we've talked about a lot of advice so far, but like the one thing you would want a grandma to know, maybe a grandma who's a grandma-to-be or one that's currently in a relationship with their grandchild, um, like what's one piece of advice you want them to take away?
1: Be the grandparent, not the parent, number one. Um, Ask what you can do. Don't assume it okay i really think that's really important to to be a support system not the decision maker
0: yeah and when you is that like something you have to like when you go to make a phone call you have to be like okay i'm not the parent i'm not the parent i'm not the parent like in every minute i feel like that would be like a constant reminder
1: i I think it depends on relationship dynamics yeah you know stephanie i've had five years to work on this so we definitely have come to understand how it works with the two of us. I think again, that's different with each relationship.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good to think though, that you are not the parent. You're the grandparent. Yeah. Because
1: enjoy the, it's such an, it's so much easier and beautiful a job compared to being a parent.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You get all the fun times. Yeah. (laughs) I know as much as I'm like, Oh, I don't want Grayson to get older. There's parts of me that's like, man, but you know what? Like, him sleeping in or watching a movie or yeah. me being able to leave the house and he could be here alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those all sound like really awesome seasons for me. Like <laughs> the world could just get there a little sooner. It will be fast. I know. And then I'm sure someday I'll be like, why are you so big? Why are you a stinky I, teenager? I already say that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm also looking forward to it. At least I yeah. know that there's something exciting about being yeah, in those seasons and being a grandma. Yeah, If Grayson so chooses to have babies that's the other thing too is like not pushing them to have kids I feel like um, now that we've had one kid my my parent well I'll speak for my parents not Dustin's parents but my parents are pretty young but they're also still raising kids like Uh they still have my siblings in their home got it and so I always joke that they don't want any more grandkids because they have kids of their own that they're still raising Uh, but you know, they make comments like, Oh, have a baby, have another one. He's so great. Have another one. And I obviously don't feel pressure because I know I'm not going to have another one. So I don't really care. But I do think in my experience, I've heard people pressure their kids a lot of like, okay, when's the grandkid coming? Okay. When's the, this coming? When are we going to have grandkids? And I get it. Right. It's like an exciting time. Say it to
1: your friends. Don't say it to your children.
0: Yeah. It's not fair. I know. But it is such an exciting time. So I get why they want it. Yeah. But you're right. I think that there's other places to... Yes. Were you ready? Like, were you like, I want to be a grandmother so bad. Please have a baby right now. I never said that to them. Okay. Because
1: I would never want it to be said to me. Mm. And I knew if the day came, I'd be excited.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess the fear is if you say that and then they have struggles getting pregnant. That too. Yeah. Yeah. There could be some... Some too. trauma they have to live through with yeah.
1: that enough pressure and guilt on themselves.
0: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> they um, can sense that you're just excited though.
1: Oh, absolutely, and
0: I, not trying to put pressure. No,
1: and I think most grandparents, when that day comes, they get very excited. Yeah, whether they ask, push, or pressure or not.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, thank you so much for your grandma experience. Thank you for having me and thank you for reaching out. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, and stay tuned for the expert side, all things sleeping. Thank you for listening. I hope you loved it. Please subscribe to this podcast so you can get the latest episodes and tell us what you think about it in the reviews. And mamas, I love you.